Welcome everyone. I am Özlem Özkan from Amsterdam and I am your host for Bridging. Bridging is a podcast which will take you on a bridge to somewhere else. Sometimes it will take you to a very familiar place and sometimes it will take you to a very new place. In Bridging, I'm having conversations with people from all over the world. We are exploring different viewpoints. We talk about entrepreneurship, cultural diversity, self-empowerment, personal growth, and other topics that shape our universe. I think easy is fairly boring. If you do it, then you know this is. I think growth is, is built in resistance. So you need to look for things that are going to challenge you to level you up. Maintaining focus is literally having the ability to deliberately remove anything that gets in the way of your focus. So any, anyone that's any good at focus is a, is, is a rigorous planner. Is, I mean, their planning is every day, part of their day. Planning is one thing, right? But you need to execute or deliver on your plan. Plan your work, work your plan. Get very clear about planning, and it's not the planning that you're doing right now. You need to level that planning up. So hello, everyone. We are together on a new episode of Bridging. We are uh, recording from Amsterdam. I'm here together with Jay Abbott. And today we're going to talk about how to get focused, how to be really focused on your goals, on the daily things you want to do and the things you want to achieve. And I have asked Jay because he's really good at getting focused. Uh, Jay, can you please introduce yourself and also maybe a little bit explain why you could be the person that I will talk about how to get focused? Uh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Hi, Islam. Nice to be here. Uh, very nice. Uh, so, uh, so um, yeah, I've uh, been asked to take on the topic of uh, focus, which I think is a really cool topic let's say like that and and i think it's a very interesting topic to to sort of hash out and unpack so i yeah this that's that's great as far as myself goes uh as a, as a sort of basic introduction uh, i'm an entrepreneur um i'm involved in different companies uh, which span into areas of computer security so things like ethical hacking uh, i've got e-commerce businesses uh, around retail And I'm also uh, working for a, a global payments company where I'm the vice president of travel and airlines. Um, so that's a bit sort of my, my, my professional perspective. And if we focus a bit on my, uh, let's say my personal side of things, I've got a, uh, a child of 11, uh, I'm married and uh, I'm, I'm from New Zealand and living in the Netherlands now for close to, I don't know, 18 years or so. That's me. Thank you for a nice introduction, Jay. Thank you so much. Sure. Um, let's just start first of all uh, with defining focus. How would you define focus? What does it really mean? Uh, yeah, so I mean, focus is a good question. Focus in itself is, um, I think you could look at it from sort of uh, two, two sort of high level areas. There's inward focus, and that could be somewhere, for example, like setting up goals for yourself. Um, things that are a bit more mental in relation to that. So you say, I'm going to become a entrepreneur or own a company or I'm going to run a marathon or whatever, right? So you're setting up goals where you've, you're coming with these inward, out, fo inwardly focused things. 
Um, but I think you can also look at physical focus, and these are related to your, let's say, your peripheral senses, so like your eyesight or uh, someone that's in photography that's uh, focusing with a camera on something that makes something a bit clearer. Um, so what, those would be the two areas. What do you call that? Like the other one was inward when you said goals. Yeah. And what is the other one called? Peripheral, so outside of yourself yeah. uh, in the way. So you're looking with your senses. Yeah. Uh, Everything ultimately would be outside in a way like that. But if you set a goal, you're inwardly setting that with yourself. A focus, if you want to focus like you have, I don't know, you're a photographer and you're taking um, shots of uh, models or people or something like that. So they might be, for example, blurry and then you use the camera to make them more focused and then it's clean. So that's a sort of more... a, a an outside focus using an external tool. Like for example, what I'm having now and what you're having, because I am really listening to you, my focus is yeah. to what you're saying. Yeah, and you're trying to focus on what the definition is of, of the focus itself. So focus essential as a definition, whether it's both inward or outward, at least for me, would be uh, making something clear that was unclear. Yeah. Very simple put. So if you want to look at it from the context of a... Uh, a goal that you set uh, it, it, let's say uh, you know I, I brought up the, the the running a marathon or doing something because that's actually how we got into the the, the, the this discussion we were on a, a long run together right um, the idea of that is you set a goal I want to run this so you put it this within a certain period of time yeah in relation to how that ha that goal has to come right so that's that's your focus of your goal yeah but actually with inside that if you unpack that goal you've got a number of training things that you need to do right. you need to run 5k's or 10k's you, you progressively build that up but those are those are let's call them micro goals that ultimately produce the focus of the overall larger goal mm -hmm. so you've got all these smaller bits of focus the within there goals that will uh, produce the overall goal yeah so it's breaking it's basically making a plan yeah so if you want to talk about how to uh, maintain focus yeah that's a and, and and those things and we can unpack that too well you first need to decide what you focus on so in this this regard here we're focusing on your marathon right or the goal is your marathon let's say your marathon is in i don't know march or whatever 2021 when is the marathon you or when do you want to run the 42 uh, 42 November, kilometers it is actually cancelled it was the one in paris but it's not it's now going to be somewhere in a forest in Amsterdam or somewhere in the Netherlands. Uh, so let's say like this, uh, your goal is then to run this in uh, November, right? Yeah. Uh, and and you, you want to you pack and train, like deliver and train for this. So unpacking this is we make a plan for it. Yes. And you've got some training plan, right? Yes. It's your program. Yeah. So provided that you stick and focus on that program and you get to the end of that, then you produce the, the goal, goal yeah. which is your focus. Yeah. But let's 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 say that you don't, which a lot of people do. You know, they set up a goal, mm -hmm. right? Maybe they say that's the goal, that's thing, and then somewhere along the lines, you, you have, well, other things come in the way. Yeah, they get discouraged. Yeah. They decide to reprioritize. Yeah. Um, they get injured. Life is a way of having all these funny things, or they just say, I don't want to do this anymore because I realize I don't like running. Mm -hmm. So. The, 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 the reprioritization of focus or the redirection of focus is another thing as well that you could look at. So I would look at things like, hmm, yeah, 
I think it's really important you spend a lot of time deciding upon what it is that you actually want to focus on, both in your day-to-day things, because we talked about the marathon in a long period of time, but all unpacking those small areas that you want to deliver or do focused in in every day-to-day, because those small focus areas collectively contribute to the larger goal, which is your larger focus area. So you say, like, spend some time defining what you want to focus on, like which kind of areas in your life you want to have focus. I, I Absolutely. So, uh, for, d- yeah, spend some time defining your, you, the, these, were, these I would call focus pillars in your life. So what do you want to do in those things? If yeah. you decide you want to be healthy, right, and you want physical fitness or, mm-hmm. I don't know, eating healthy, mental health, whatever, define what those pillars would be of them and then unpack those pillars of what they are to the point of bringing them into a monthly plan, then a weekly plan, then a daily plan, and then plan them into your hours and practicality. So planning is actually probably one of the key areas to helping you maintain focus. Okay. So, and how do you think uh, that comes that many people... Uh, find it difficult to focus don't they plan don't they spend enough time no they don't plan they don't plan no they think they plan or they don't plan well enough so any anyone that's any good at focus is a is is a rigorous planner is i mean their planning is every day part of their day and don't forget very important here planning is one thing right but you need to execute or deliver on your plan. Mm -hmm. Plan your work, work your plan. Yes. If you do not work your plan, meaning go for those runs or do those sort of things, then it's pretty pointless. You can just spend a whole bucket load of time focusing on your plan, but actually you need to put that plan into action. So delivery of the plan, otherwise you're just dealing with theory. You're not dealing with practice. So I, I would like to hear more about that, and I'm sure about that the listener will also would like to hear more about how to uh, make, how do you do make plan? How do you plan to make plans actually? But first of all, I would like to a little bit break it down to a daily focus. For example, you know, on a day, I hear a lot of friends, people complaining about, uh, I was gonna finish this, but I didn't finish. I couldn't focus. You know, I uh, had this coming up, which was more important. I got a lot of emails, which I had to reply, or something happened, I couldn't do it. So you hear a lot of people kind of um, living by or working by ad hoc things that are popping up constantly and giving attention to the ad hoc things. Even you deliberately yourself choose to look on your social media while working. Oh, let me check my WhatsApp. I let don't me really check do my social email. media, but I get it. For the most people, they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go on there, but it's it's not my focus. Why do you think these people know it is not good, but they still do it? Um, yeah, so that I think that's going to be a, a lot to do with the fact of things related to uh, habitual behaviors, even addictive behaviors mm-hmm. like uh, uh, habits. So habitual behaviors are like, uh, let's say like this, the design of products today, let's say your phone's an easy one, right? Yeah. The design of your phone today is set up with notifications, social medias have different apps inside of them that give you all sorts of things. You get drop downs on your phone that takes your attention. So all these things are designed to actually take them away. And if you actually read some books, for example, on product design that literally designed to make you addictive, there's things called gamification, for example, which is a pretty standard thing in video 
games to make sure that you continuously keep playing. Right, right. So that product design and stuff like that is, is designed in that way. So the question is, I would say, is uh, who, who's, who's in control? You? Probably not. For most people that are, 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 not, are not aware of this from a, a, an addiction perspective, they probably flick open their phone and then they start looking at it in the morning and they do certain things. So, for example, um, you know, we've talked about like uh, you, you, you would not go on to a highway to meditate yeah. because it's, it's not the appropriate thing to do, right? Lot, you, would go to an, you would go to a quiet room in a place that's comfortable for you where you would switch off your phone and do these sort of things. So... I don't think anyone doesn't know these things from a practical perspective. So the fact is, maintaining focus, if I give a definition, and this is a key definition, so maintaining, you know what to focus on. That's not really the issue, right? It's all the things that get in the way of your focus that's indeed, the issue, right? Indeed, indeed, because you have a planning. Yeah. You wanna so you go, execute. I'm going to do this. So the question is actually not what to focus on. It's actually not what, what it's actually what not to focus on. So... Think of it like this. Focus, maintaining focus, just as a definition of how to do that, is the ability to deliberately remove anything that gets in the way of your area of focus. Just a break for one minute because I have a really nice message for you. I am so happy and at the same time very excited to announce that the book I have written, The Student Reflections of the Heart and Mind, is now in pre-order on Amazon. If you would like to pre-order The Student, please go to Amazon, search for The Student Reflections of the Heart and Mind by Özlem Özkan. Do not forget the double dots on both of the O's of my name or find the link on my Instagram or in the episode notes. Mm. So you you literally can, can you, remove it. Can you repeat it. that, Jay? I think this is a very important sentence for any listener now. Maintaining focus is literally having the ability to deliberately remove anything that gets in the way of your focus. So I, 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 I'll give you an exp explanation in the Netherlands. Like, it's not snowing so much anymore but back in the day Schiphol which is the main airport there they, 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 they yeah they would have snow yeah. right so the focus of the, the the thing was basically they can't have snow on the um, on the runways for the planes that are landing there so they had to get rid of them so what do they do they put a snow plow in the middle of it and that's literally what it does is removes everything that's in the way of its focus so the planes can land and you can think of it like this. Your goal is to remove or use some sort of plow to get out of that. So if you want to maintain focus on your key goals and on achieving your things that are going on, and you want to do that, for example, I don't know, like uh, you want to, like I said, run a marathon or you, you don't want things to get in the way, shut off your phone, for example. If you want to maintain focus here, the last thing I want to do is bring in my kid and all the things that are sitting in there, right? If he's part of the thing, but we, we, we don't need all this. And we don't want to leave our, our phones on. You asked me to turn them off. Why do you do that? Is because that gets in the way. Indeed. We want to focus on this podcast, on this episode. Yeah. So maintaining focus is one thing. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Think about also quality of focus. Mm -hmm. So you've got different qualities of focus. I worked in computer security with hackers, these guys that are extremely technical and they, they sit in front of computers and they focused a lot. Yeah. They've got like high, they, you know, they've got five screens and they're sitting there like tick, tick, yeah. tick, 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 and they're doing whatever they do, right? 
you know what I do? Because I was, I'm a bit more uh, commercial or manager oriented. I'd walk down there and then I'd say, hi, how's it going? And then these guys would take literally, you know, see how you've got your headphones on there. This is a normal thing today, but people didn't. And they'd take their headphones off, look at me a little bit annoyed. And then the guy would go, yes. And I'd say, I uh, just got a question about something, blah, blah, blah. And he goes like, do you know that it takes me 23 minutes to regain focus again properly? I was like, what? He said, yes, you're interrupting my focus because he needs to intensely focus on something and that's what he's in. So as soon as I walk down and interrupt what he's doing, there's a reason he's in a dark room underneath there in the basement focusing with his five screens is because he's coding and doing something that's of extreme importance to our business, right? He's, He's security testing a number of things and when I come down there at a certain point in time and do it, he's like, you're doing it in the middle of my workday. Can you please do it at the end of the day? So what is he doing? He's asking me not to interrupt his focus. Make sense? Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I really like it that your colleague has asked you to come back later on at the end of the day. But I also feel like there is a lot of um, disapproval and approval going on here. Because sometimes, you know, for with, for example, my WhatsApp, my notifications are off on my WhatsApp. And usually all personal WhatsApps I answer in the evening, not during the day. only if it's related to work what i'm doing then but sometimes i get from friends which which i write for example they say like sorry i didn't see your whatsapp and that's only two hours later they just say sorry and usually sometimes i answer a few days later and then i'm like you don't need to say sorry i because i can imagine that she was focused or he was focused and i feel like um a lot of people, they are hesitant or to not reply at that moment. Even when I was working at the startup, the tech startup, there we had the Slack channel. And then I never checked Slack only during my uh, breaks or during lunchtime or something because I was focused. And then they came, did you see my message just 30 minutes ago? I went, no. But I actually felt also bad because i thought they might think maybe i am not working well but i was literally focusing on the work i had to do and not all on the slack yeah yeah so how what would you say about this disapproval and approval because i was scared that people would disapprove of me and also my friend which wrote me on whatsapp sorry that i react late two hours later was also actually maybe not afraid but she felt oh I had to write her earlier. Sorry that I write you later back. Yeah, so uh, I would say these sort of things are more like, like what's driving your focus. So that, that those are going to be a bit more like your uh, identity things. Like uh, uh, you, you, you could worry about what you're worrying about what other people are thinking about you, right? And because of that, uh, it's getting in the way of your focus yeah. or you're worried about uh, the fact that you need their approval. So it could be a boss that you want to have their approval of. So you're you're trying to show something, but actually it's it's diverting your focus. So Definitely. when we talk about quality of focus, I think approval of, about different people would be more of a, um, it, it definitely has an impact, but that's a deeper discussion to unpack around identities and the things that you might have that are looking because having approval in 
looking for certain things is very normal. We're born into that. That's a that's an area where you come, you look for your parents, and you do those sort of things. So those those sort of things definitely get uh, get in the way or can support the quality of focus. But I would say if I would keep it a little bit sort of practical on the focus thing, like stuff like quality of focus, I think you should think about uh, particularly things like uh, a good night's sleep, yeah. for example. I think quality of focus, like think about this, if you don't sleep at all, right, and then you, 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 you've got like a big presentation and then you come in there, you're not going to be the most focused person in right. the world. Yes. If you... Uh, drink alcohol the night before or you co- turn up to a uh, let's say uh, I don't know somewhere you've got to meet your, your new boyfriend's parents or something and you're drunk yeah. you're, you're not, not really focused, focused or you've, you've uh, I don't know in Amsterdam people take a lot of drugs so let's call it the dr- they're stoned <laughs> or whatever right <laughs> Uh, they take stuff like that. Th- these, 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 these sorts of uh, narcotics and things, they get in the way of your focus area and they redirect it. So I think quality of focus uh, is, is certain things. Like if I'm doing this now, I've, I, I walk in prepared. I have a plan. We have a discussion about things yeah. that are going on, whether people like it or not. Well, that's up to you. Um, but definitely the quality of the focus or something like that is going to be uh, impacted by, did I have a good night's sleep? Am I able to, to do these things? Is my diet good? Diets are really a key thing. I mean, you can go into to all sorts of stuff. And you, you went into uh, your belief systems or identities looking at other people's approval or their disapproval, trying to avoid that, right? Yeah. Or maybe it's both. That's, that's that, that, yeah, these things get in the way of your focus. That's actually also what you call the snow on the runway of uh, the airport in Amsterdam. Like you remove the snow like this. Yeah. I could also have removed my search seeking for approval yes. or preventing disapproval from or others. Or how, how to get rid of that. I mean, that's, like I said, we could unpack that. That's a very interesting, from my perspective, yeah. different discussion. But I, I wouldn't, I don't think we will maintain focus on that because Definitely. we've only got a short period of time. Yeah. But I think, yeah, these sort of things, quality, maintenance of focus, and first defining what is focus for you. And I would also say, like I said, planning rigorously. People who think they plan, have a look and see how many plans you actually yeah. do that deliver exactly according to what you want, particularly when they have a longer term. Easy to turn on, uh, for example, short-term planning is fairly easy. I'm going to go to the shopping. Uh, I'm going to go do some shopping. I'm going to buy some food for the house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty easy to do, right? I'm going to start a company and I'm going to understand or do a podcast or write a book or do these sort of things, I can tell you that's going to be a little bit more difficult planning-wise. I'm going to launch it. I'm going to do all the things. I mean, it's a way more complex yes. from a focus perspective. Yes. So you need to plan, and that means that it's very dynamic. If you, I don't know if anyone's ever seen one of these beautiful graphics on, I like, love it on LinkedIn, where they show the plan, which is showing point A to point B. Yeah. And then they show the reality of the plan. And then there's mountains and things yeah. and all the stuff that you have, which yeah. actually shows you didn't plan very well. In general, people are not that good at planning. Yeah. So these, these things are very, very uh, supportive of maintaining your focus and the quality of what you deliver. So there's a lot of planning going on, Jay, rigorous planning, what you're saying, planning, 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 and it is very dynamic. It's not a straight line. And there's also a lot of removal going on, removal of things that uh, are actually not aligned with your focus. Yeah. So 
let, 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 let me unpack. How do you prioritize focus, right? What, what, do, you do, what do you do? Very, very simple. I, I was going to, I wrote something just to sort of support what you can do here yeah. on prioritization of focus. So for the, for the people that are looking on YouTube, you can, you can see this because I've written a diagram here in relation to it. And the people that are listening in audio, I'll try to take you through what's basically going. But it's, it's a very simple uh, line graph with an X and Y axis. And on the X axis, you see what is urgent. So we're looking at something that's time-based, yeah. right? And the bottom axis, right? We're looking down here on the, 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 the horizontal axis. It's related to what is important for you. And then I've draw, drawn four pieces with inside of this. Anything, and let me say for the, 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 the YouTube viewers that are sitting here, that is sitting up in this quadrant here, which is the top quadrant, at the end between important and urgent, is exactly what you should be focusing on. So do you want me to give a practical example yes, of please, yes, please. what would be something that yes, is both yes, important definitely. and urgent? And also actually maybe practical examples of things that are not urgent but important. Oh, I can tell you already, in things that are usually important that are not urgent are usually other people's things that are important, not yours. That's other people wanting you to do things for you that are not that, 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 that they're not urgent for you. Okay. Other people's important things that they say you must do this or you have to do that. But I, honestly, they're not that urgent for you. The focus of me for this podcast was to see if I could give uh, people uh, some practical tips or things in the way of uh, supporting what they do for planning, uh, supporting what they can do for examples for how to prioritize focus. Um, so what I thought is I'll just give you a couple of uh, things on this but anyway just looking at the top quadrant here which is at the end what is most urgent and most important for you as well um, that could be anything that relates to let's say my wife's birthday is coming up mm -hmm. in uh, let's say two days and I haven't bought her a birthday present yeah it's very urgent and important because it's important that my wife is having a good birthday present. Otherwise, I get, <laughs> don't get good brownie points and I don't have them in range or do whatever, right? So I must make sure that that thing is done. If we, talk, I don't know, if we talk about it in a business context or something like that, we've got a podcast today. I know. You're so urgent and important. I know this now. But I did that way earlier. Don't worry about that, hun. It was like super early. Not that I delayed it to the end. But that would be an example of something that is both urgent and important. Uh, you want to launch your book, yeah. which we'll get to at a certain point somewhere around here, yeah. right? And you have certain timeframes around what you want to do. So yeah. you'll talk about those timeframes. And if it is in a short time frame, and you've got a number of, uh, let's call them micro goals to produce that, those are both urgent and important for you. So you need to make sure it's printed correctly. You need to make sure it's edited. You need to make sure these goals are... The format you know, is right. Yes. The, the cover is right. right. The, the marketing is right. right. All these things. It's, right. it's a bucket load of stuff to it's, look it's at, It's a right? lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and we can unpack all of that too. But those are going into this quadrant here, which is the top quadrant, yeah. to have a look at. So this matrix it's itself if you want to google it is called the eisenhower matrix because president eisenhower used to use this um, and where did i get something like this from if we just talk about focus a really cool book called mental models uh, by a guy called peter i think it's peter higgins 
he gives these things and he gives different mental models enabling you to look at different areas mental, of focus. Mental models. Okay, I will also put it for the listener on the oh, episode yeah. notes. Put it, put it under comments or something. It's, yeah. It was my favorite book of last year. One of the, or one of them. I always put a top five or something like that, but that, that was one of my favorite books because it was helping me um, literally to, to, to focus. And this, this has done great. So if we talk about this in a practical sense, I think you could do this every day. Your daily, if you put in here every day, these, what's important and urgent for you daily, then you're going to see a very clear list of the things that are actually your top focus priorities. Yeah. And anything that's sitting outside of that, well, you know what happens with the sand, the, the snow plow, right? You wedge it out of the way. You can prioritize it later. But Jay, you know, I have actually a very practical question from my own experience. And I'm sure there are many listeners out there which might feel the same. So I have my notifications off, you know. I, my phone is even not next to my desk when I work. And the last few weeks especially, I have so many things on my desk that I need to finish and do. And it seems like for me that it is all urgent plus important you know all of them but it, it, it feels also very I, I prioritize them but it feels like all urgent and important and i thought about it i reflected on it but i thought maybe i am just putting too much pressure on myself i'm just creating a deadline just creating a deadline which might you know can be also after six months but i want to do it well, now yes yeah, so w what are you doing you're not planning properly a lot of people go like this. So I, I, I talk to them in work and then they're coming to me. We, I, work, and I mean, I work in a big global organization. I've worked in small startups and scale-ups, whatever, a, a lot of things. And then they say to me, like, they'll come over to me and they'll say, like, okay, can you do this and this and this? And I was like, yeah, cool. This is the important part for them because it's important for them. They, they wouldn't reach out to me to come to do that. Yeah. So I said, can you give me a time frame, for example, from the urgency scale, right? Where do we want that? And they said, yeah, I need that as soon as possible. And I said, but what do you mean as soon as possible? When, when, when is that? Do you have a deadline for it? Yeah, the deadline is actually in a couple of weeks. So is it okay if I uh, give it to you in seven days or something like that? Because it's honestly not that urgent for me. Most of the time, most of the time for me, they just want to get rid of that thing in their head that's blocking Same. they want to tick the box for Same yourself for me by yes. the way i just i feel that fully i'm yes. like you know this needs to be ticked i i give you an ex another example in a business sense when watching people when they do stuff so i'm i'm you know uh when when they're doing things so i'll give you we go like this all right so uh we we do the follow-up notes at the end of a meeting we're doing this and this and this and then the guy goes to me in this meeting you know won't say who of course but then they go like this um so I'll bring the follow-up notes to you tomorrow directly. And I just said, like, uh, there's no need to give me the follow-up notes for tomorrow. You don't need to, to do that. You don't need to, like you talked about approval or, you know, worry about doing those sort of things. Can you please just check your agenda or whatever? Or I try to help him without, you know, you, know, you don't want to be too patronizing, I'd say, just to support him and just say, listen, man, it's okay if you give them to me in a week. I'm, I'm fine. We, 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 we've discussed everything and it's pretty clear in here. So there's no need to add urgency to something when it's not needed for urgency. It is important, 
but I'd like to preferably see you open up your agenda. This is what I always see. Or when people say, I'll get it to you then, and they don't even look in their agenda, Islam. They literally don't look. And yeah. I say to them, if you're doing that to me, imagine how many other people you're doing that to. So if you're going around the entire day saying, I'll get it back to you tomorrow, do you know how many other people you're going to have to actually get back to tomorrow? You must be super stressed because you haven't planned for it. Therefore, your focus... For me, it's already, I, I know it, it's already over the place. So just ask people, when do you need it by? Just finish the meeting properly. Talk around what's going to be the follow-up. These basic things that are looking. Look in your agenda, focus on the agenda and say, I can get it to you by in four days by Wednesday or something like that. Yeah. Is that okay? And then they go like this. Yeah, sure, man, it's fine. The problem is... You're trying to pack something in and make it urgent when there is no need for urgency. Mm. And that's what's giving you stressism. Yes. Because you're trying to tick boxes, which you want to just get out of the way, rather than you're never going to, like, as long as you work, you know that work produces more work, right? Yeah. Are you going to stop working anytime no. soon? <laughs> no. So the more you work, the more you're going to go through the same process. So get good with planning. Get very clear about planning. And it's not the planning that you're doing right now. You need to level that planning up. So, and what kind of tips would you give me and the listener of bridging, of planning then? You know, we say planning, but then you say like a lot of people think, you said initially a lot of people think they plan, but they don't really plan actually, or they are not good at planning. How would my planning routine look like? Uh, I think a really nice one uh, to look at, I, I'm, I'm a... a, a, a I just read lots of books, you know this. So one book that already comes to mind, and this is this is one that I like that gives a routine around planning, is is Miracle Morning. And the Miracle Morning basically gives you all sorts of things that you can do before eight o'clock, yeah. right? This is the idea of it. And it gives you things where you'll write, do some writing, you do some meditation. It's got, a, it's got a really nice acronym in relation to the things that you do. So you get the reading, you get all these things out before you even start the day. Yeah. And you wake up, you basically wake up early in this because you're talking about the quality of your focus. So those things that you would usually do or not do at different times, you've already got them out of the way. So by the time you even start your day at eight o'clock, You've done your fitness, you've done these things, you've done your writing, you've done reading, you've already piled through part of a novel, you do things and you walk up and do that. And it gives you some practical tips, which I like in relation to doing it. Um, I don't think it's easy. Uh, and I would, I would always suggest, I think easy is fairly boring. If you do it, then you know this is. I think it, growth is, is built in resistance. So you need to look for things that are going to challenge you to level you up. So a book like that, if you look at it, I think is a great start. Uh, it's a fairly short book. Uh, um, someone, Alron, I think his name is. Uh, Miracle Hal Morning. Hal oh. Errol, yeah, Hal, I have read Hal the book Arald too after your recommendation yeah, yeah. four or five years ago. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I think it's good and that gives you some basic routine, so a process. I'm a real fan of processes. And planning, if we talk about what you would do outside of that in normal planning, for example, my day, I do planning. You asked me while we were running the other day, yeah. what do you do in the way of planning? And then we was like, I was like, oh, gosh, you're going to keep asking. You keep digging like, <laughs> oh, well, how do you plan? I plan every day, right? Because I have so much dynamic things that are happening with changing of meetings, people going on. Uh, I don't know, mothers have with children and, and careers and all the things. There's a lot of, you know, life is dynamic. Your, your podcast, book, this, that fitness, eating, mm -hmm. you know, social meeting friends. 
it's pretty full on to think about all the dynamic parts. So planning, plan in your planning. But plan you, in your no you planning. Plan, for example, before eight in this miracle morning, or how do what, like a really well? That's already part of the plan. Yeah. And if we talk business planning, uh, for me at least, for the most part, I have a fixed uh, period of planning in my day. But I also finish the day with reviewing what I've planned. Right, and then seeing for the following day as well to make sure it's in alignment with what I planned. So actually, you have then two times that you create time for planning in the morning. All day, actually. Most of the day is about actually juggling certain things that are planning. And if I've got a really not plan, for example, we've done some courses together or done things, I plan for that so that I have no interruptions in relation to what I'm doing, and that's very rigorous, rigorously. Uh, planned out yeah but so Jay I you know you also introduce yourself of course with you are doing so many different things you are uh, running uh, Einur Abbott together with Einur herself your VP for um, this company this Canadian company yeah. and you are shareholder of different kind of companies yeah. uh, you exercise uh, four or five times a week uh, you have uh, social life, your family life. How do you just, how are you always present or most of the time present? Because when I see you, you always have energy and you just, you are like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it, Özlem. And um, don't you get ever tired? Um... Yes, I like to sleep. That's good, definitely. So I get tired, but I think you're meaning more mentally tired, where you get discouraged or something in yes, a thing where you're yes. like, "Oh you my know, god!" I, I can imagine that some people they have like, you know, I have to do a lot of things, and then I just didn't celebrate my weekend yet, and now, you know, our listeners, it's now Friday evening. We are sitting here. You know, Jay is my friend, and we are chatting here about focus and i really love it but i can also imagine that i might have one time on oh, friday evening my weekend is to start <laughs> what am i doing here i'm still working it's 8 8 p.m yeah you're gonna have to commit so commitment is the key here right. you got to decide if you want to do it so again the quality is things if you're always like uh i don't know partying and doing stuff like that it's pretty hard to maintain that sort of lifestyle so you're yeah. going to have to decide what you would like to have it's an input output thing i can tell you as it's focused so priorities for me are family it's work and business my friends and the things that i have and those pillars uh, are key my self-development you know that journey's been huge i don't know 25 years now since i've been delving into this area uh from from my mind and controlling my mind i my mind control like actually learning it's the mind is like your mind is the it's a supercomputer you're not given any uh instructions to to work with this thing so i think it's really important you learn how to focus i think it's hugely uh, uh important if you want to be successful that you you understand how to deliver that Okay, can you also recommend a book to our listeners about uh, self-development and controlling your mind yeah more spiritual spiritual control of, of your mind i think the big meditation and presence pieces out there so the power of now you know by Eckhart Tolle, um these sort of things are really great I, I i would say that certainly resonates with me um, from a presence perspective um if you want to talk about things in the way of uh 
things like a bit more intellectual, you would say, which I think is a li little less uh, spiritual or doing these sorts of things. It's like I told you, looking at stuff like structural mental models, like I, I mentioned earlier, I think it's great. Um, yeah, there's there's so many good books that are that are great. I mean, I, I I've got a list of these things like uh, uh, like. I think one of the books, like David Goggins, can't hurt me. Uh, David Goggins can't about focus. Yeah, he, he oh he's on a he's on a whole nother level. Yeah, exactly. So the one that we read, of course, uh, that, 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 that we did, the can't hurt uh, you. You can't hurt me. I mean. That's like just all out raw power and focus. He's determined on so many levels, but he's 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 removing limited beliefs on all the things and he's focused like like you would not believe in that area. Um, but yeah, there's that, that, that spiritual sort of, let's say more practical barrier depending upon what your belief system is. What do you, what, what resonates with you? So I think you have to look at those. I could talk about quality of focus again. I think you should look at things like why you sleep yeah um that's by matthew i forget his last name really great book it looks at all the areas that are impacting your brain in relation to the quality of what your sleep has and that affects your focus yeah it affects the delivery of what you do that's one of one of the most awesome books we have uh essentialism and i yes, remember i gave you yes. that one uh greg by McCown. greg mccown yeah wow this guy's like great i mean he 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 he, he unpacks uh, focus actually in into what of course he'll put is essential um he's 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 extremely cool to listen to or you know you've got audio books now or you, you've got those things but i would definitely recommend reading that book that that book i've read a couple of times i think you have too um it's one of, it's one of my favorite uh, books to look at because yes. he's just he's all about focus yes. on what is essential remove everything else that is not essential. if you talk yeah everything. actually what talk focus go to him he's he's really uh he's really cool and key um, and flow, flow by this guy. Uh, Mikaeli. Uh, yeah, it's it's not the easiest name to talk, but flow. I love that book. Uh, it's a bit more spiritual in the flow, but it's it's essentially, you know, um, you would say it at least in basketball terms. You're in the zone. It's like Michael Jordan style. When you've ever done something, you're in the zone. So these sort of things. Yeah, those would be books that I would recommend. Thanks so much for all the recommendations uh, of the books. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I'd happily put them in comments or something for you if you like. So we, will, we will put them in the episode notes for all the listeners. Yeah. I think what I'd like to do is just focus on something else, a redirection of focus right now. Okay. Uh, so one thing I did have, and this is what has been sitting on the desk in front of me, because I've, I've I, I, when I originally, uh, I think it was the second episode, right? With you, we were talking a little bit about yourself yes. and what you were doing right. in the podcast. I got to be the interviewer, right? Yes. You were the interviewee, and now yes. we've flicked. But let's flick it back the other way because we've got a nice piece of, uh, uh, um, let's say, paper writing here. Uh, but for the YouTube people, you can see I'm holding up a book here, um, which is called The Student, right? And just to, 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 to get the important part underneath the student there, it's the reflections of the heart and mind. And the author themselves is none other than Uslam Oskan, right? Yourself. That's so right, Uslam Oskan. The, 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 the goal, the focus goal that you had has now come to a point of actually physically being here. It's here, right? Yes, it was actually rigorous. I, I can't even pronounce it, but it was a lot of planning to really... Uh, rigorous write, planning, yeah. Rigorous planning to yeah. write this book. Yeah. And uh, after to edit this book, to create a flow, and so, uh, yeah. So just, just 
uh, is you know just knowing a little bit about the, the the book the student or maybe you want to give some things so just just want to know uh, this is obviously is the paperback coffee that i can see here as well right yeah, yeah. um well, how, how what are the different ways we can potentially get a hold of the book uh what could we look at in relation to when the book actually will be officially launched because it's not being this is not the launch of the book by the way anyone i so i just wanted to give a sort of like a teaser yeah but i, I physically got the book itself and i've got a signed it copy. is actually it's a amazing. sample that i brought here to show jay I've, and, uh, I, I lied. I said it was my signed copy. It's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so tell me, what, how do okay. we get the book? Or uh, so it is the like deal? the book is uh, already now in pre-order on um, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the Kindle version, the ebook version, is on um, pre-order, and the paperback one will be uh, launched on September thirteenth, like three zero September thirteenth. It will be launched. Yeah. You can buy it on Amazon on all Amazon countries. Plus, also, you can get it at the American Book Center in Amsterdam and in Den Haag in the Netherlands. Okay. But they also ship worldwide. Uh, but if you already, uh, you know, want to be the first one, you can pre-order that as a Kindle ebook on Amazon. Okay. Do we have audio books for it yet as well, or it's just Not it's just yet. Kindle version? You don't have EPUB uh, version for no. all the other uh, the e-reading devices, so it's Kindle only. Only Kindle, only okay. Kindle. Yeah. And, uh, and paperback, paperback as well. Indeed. And actually, my editor, Mariah Hagedon, she really pushed me to make an audio. She said, you just need to read it yourself. We are working on that. Very cool. Very cool. So the student is coming out at, on the 30th of September. That's the official launch. Where you can get it, just to, to, to re-emphasize here, is... Uh, at least in the Netherlands, uh, you can you can get it in the American bookstore. They do deliver internationally as well, I believe. Yeah, right? you can they go do. on the website abc.nl. The Amer abc.nl, which yes. is the American bookstore, if you want to do it. Otherwise, you've got options to get it on Amazon, where yes, they will also ship internationally for you as well on all mm -hmm. Amazon channels. And you can get that either in two versions, paperback, or you can get it in the Kindle version, which is the digital copy for it as well. Right? Yes, and I have a question for you actually, sure. Jay, because I you have read the book. I have read parts. Book. You've made adjustments, so I've read the first few drafts of the of book. The That's book. correct. What did you think about it? I think the book is a really cool exploration into exactly uh, your 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 heart and mind and how you're looking at things. I think uh, I'm not going to give too much away, other than it's a journey into itself. Um, looking at what Islam's viewpoint is in the world based on her experience with life. So I had a really fun time with this book. We went through the whole thing. The, the, the size of the book, as you can probably see here for the YouTube people, but I'll just say it is around, if you've ever read The Alchemist, it's about 120 odd pages, about the same sort of size of it as well. So it's a good wee handy book that you can take with you as well. Yeah. Um, definitely recommend to give it a read and then see. And of course, Islam needs feedback and comments in relation to it. Good or bad, uh, whatever you want to label it, she'd love to hear it. Yeah, we will love to. We, uh, I would love to hear from you. So please uh, let uh, me know what you think of it yeah. through Instagram or you can write a review on Amazon or you can send me also an email. Please let me know what you think of it. And I really hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. Cool. And thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you great. so much. Let's get back to the focus, Jay. I would just say like uh, create good plannings and just remove everything what is in your way of uh, good focus. Thank you. Cool. All right. Thank you, Jay. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on Instagram at Ozkan Ozlem at O-Z-K-A-N O-Z-L-E-M If you want to let me know what you have enjoyed or you want to share your takeaways with me or you want to let me know what you want to hear in the next episode of Bridging, find the latest post on Instagram and leave a comment or ask a question. Thank you so much for listening.